Hey everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome. Sorry, we're a bit late, 30 minutes um, in the time here. We just got home. We just attended one of my family members, uh, Youth Rally, just to show support. Uh, I'll just wait for the brother Jeremy to jump on. Um, and then we'll go from there. Hope everyone's having a good day. How's it going? How's it going? Everyone, Jamie, Ashton. What's up, what's up? Hope everyone had a blessed Sunday today. My son, Kala. What's up, Nate? Um, so as we spoke about earlier throughout this week, that we're just going to jump on and kind of run it like a podcast. What's up, lad? <laughs> so it's called um, the Run It Up podcast featuring myself and the crazy Samoan entrepreneur, um, Jeremy. We're just going to talk about certain topics um, that you think about, but we're going to be the give it a voice so we can um, go hard eh, and just talk about different things. Um, so I'll get I'll, I'll jump I'll get Jeremy to pop, in. <clears throat> and then yeah, I know everyone's probably finished with their Um, their Sunday, um, their Sunday, can everyone hear us? Can everyone hear us? Is it? I think I'm, I think I'm, yeah, I think I'm echoing. Yeah, I think I'm echoing. Oh. Um, so, yeah, bear with us, we're just, we're just trying to try out different uh, ways of us videoing and that. Um, yeah, normal people, well, normally, normally people wait for the gears and that to start before they start, but with us, we're just going to run it. Um, as our title or the name of our podcast, run it, run it up. Um, also, Nick, hey, condolences to Dad and family. Um, hey, Aaron, hi, Mike. Uh, Lord model Mike. Um, so yeah, so as we work, as Jeremy tries to pop back on, um, we're gonna speak about different topics it's going to be real it's raw real and just by like whatever comes up we talk about if you guys want us to talk about a certain topic um comment below and i uh, will go from there uh i don't know if you guys can see the back on the two whiteboards and like i live by that word or that phrase at the back and it stopped doubting yourself um i know a lot of us whatever it is that we do our work our training whatever try type of training that we do um, there's always doubt and it's normal every human behavior um, it's a it's a normal human behavior that we tend to doubt ourselves and um, you know that's why most of the things that we do we don't complete because of our doubt but um hey thanks for having me on Carson City Jasmine Smith um, hello hope you guys are having a lovely Sunday afternoon or Saturday wherever you are in this world um, but we're just waiting for the brother here, Jeremy, to jump on. Um, where is this guy? Yeah, cool. Okay. Try it again. So as we said, um, this is just, um, it can relate to our business, what we're doing online, but also give you an idea and I know, It'll play around with your mindset, changing your mindset, or, you know, whatever, cover certain topics in there. Boos, can you hear us? 
that's good. That's good. Now, I was just welcoming you... everyone. Hey? Before. Yeah, yeah. Can you yeah, hear yeah. me now? Can everyone hear us loud and clear? Sick, you sick. So, um, yeah, we'll start off with uh, Jeremy. If you could um, give us a breakdown about what you're about, mate. I can't see any yeah. comments, man. Silly. You're going to have to read me the comments. I can't oh, see, really? Jack. Thank you. That's all good. I'll share yeah. with you when, when we do get comments. Just, just yeah, just ask me and then yeah. I'll answer cool. it, whatever. So, Jeremy, do you want to give us a little short intro about you and what's happening with your life right now and what we're doing you know, from there? <clears throat> All right, so, yeah, man, like I said last week, uh, name's Jeremy. Um, I've got a bit of a nickname called the Crazy Samuel Entrepreneur. Now... I was originally from Auckland, New Zealand, um, now residing in Melbourne, Australia. Moved here for work. Um, yeah, man, wasn't wasn't killing it back home, mate. Wasn't wasn't making it at home, so I thought I'd just, you know, take the risk and cross the ditch. Never thought I'd ever move to Australia. I'm Kiwi hard, man, so, yeah. Anyways, um, the Crazy Salmon Entrepreneur was a nickname I just started. Uh, last year when I jumped onto this online business um, but I've taken it personally as well like I've taken it to another level in terms of who I am as a you know as an aspiring entrepreneur you know I'm not ashamed to say I'm aspiring not an actual entrepreneur so I, I do want to head in towards the, the business end of things and um, hopefully leave work for good one day and um yeah, man, just leave work for good and just live off some assets, some investments. Um, but at the same time, help others, eh? You know, I'm not about standing on a pedal stool. I'm not about, you know, telling people this and that. I'm, I'm a learner. I'm a life learner. Um, I'm a realist, too, as well as an optimist. So, I like... <laughs> so, um, you know, just like to be real as well, eh? You know? Still far away from the million dollars you want to make, but it will come, I believe, you know. Um, but yeah, the Crazy Samuel Entrepreneur is just a name that I made up uh, when I started my business venture. So, you know, I just became sick of being a, a full-time worker, you know, just a, an ordinary worker. So I thought, you know, you know, I'm pretty crazy. I'm Samuel, and I'm aiming to become an entrepreneur. So that's the history and the name. Um, the reason why I put crazy in there is because a lot of my friends and family looked at me and said, Silly, you want to be an entrepreneur? You're going to be an entrepreneur, man. <laughs> you know, us, us Polynesians, that's not for us, man. That's the way that we don't live that life. We live, we work in the factory or we play sports. It's either one yeah. or the other. So I'm here to break the cycle. I'm here to show the the experiences live and raw. I mean, I've proven to change my lifestyle in terms of being on the dole back in New Zealand to now making six figures and as a career, just a normal job. So it all started with things like this, you know, reading books and, you know, yeah. personal development, mindset. 
um, being around people like that. I'll just pull out my whole library, eh? Just let it I started reading and I started reading upon business people, eh? um, you know, historians as well. And just always wondered how can, how do you, how do I get what they have? You know, I don't care about the flash cars. I don't care about the dollar. I don't care about the, you know, the jets and the planes, man. All I want is what's in that mind, day. Eh? You know, all I want is what do they know that I don't know? True. You know, you know what are they doing different to mm. what we're doing? I mean, I had, and in order to do that, I had to step out of the bubble. So I had to step out into the comfort zone, uh, working nine to five mindset, you know, for the next mm. 30, 40 years, and I had to, yeah, I had to really learn stuff from these books, man. Just good in the mind. So I had to get all these books, and then, you know, really had to learn something, eh? But it wrecked me up. It wrecked me up because now I can see myself in another place, not just. No disrespect to our peers, like our older, our elderly people, you know, and um, our parents and grandparents, but you don't want to wait till 65, no, eh? you know, seriously, you don't want to wait so till true. 65, you know, and then, and then be like, oh, God, if I scream, oh, I you know, broken the back of the man. But in saying that, in respect, you know, it's, it's all about what you put so, in here, so... It's all about what goes in here and not just the stuff that goes in here. So, yeah, man. So that's why I wanted to, we wanted to do a podcast because, you know, I believe me and Bruce being from different walks of life, though we are Polynesians, we have a lot to share. I mean, I have a lot to share and I'd like to teach as well in terms of, you know, what I'm doing. Um, what I'm studying, yeah. what I'm reading, but you know, we go through the, the troubles mm. as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no worries, man. Just got a few people that just jumped yeah. on. Hey, guys, welcome, welcome. Yeah, I can't, I can't see anything. Oh, so just uh, if there's any questions, let oh, me know. Sweet. Um, no, thanks for that, yeah, but for that brief. Uh, so who you are, so that's Jeremy, guys, the crazy entrepreneur. Also known as a crazy entrepreneur, uh, me and Jeremy have been discussing this what two weeks ago. Was, um, so we discussed yeah. about getting our brand out there, but not only that, just giving our people a voice. I know there's a few podcasts right now which is awesome, and we do listen to that and follow um, the movement, if you want to call it. But as for me and Joe, so for myself, I was born and raised in Auckland. Um, I grew up in New Zealand, no, not having much, but was always grateful for everything that we, that I had. Um, you know, and and saying that we as okay for myself, my drive and my motivation comes from my upbringing. Um, and my mum and dad um, will always work 
I'll wake up, go to school, come home, sports, and then home again. Um, and that cycle mm. repeated itself for 18, 18 years of my life. Hey, Paul. And um, I was able to, and I was still, and it wasn't until I moved away from home, um, I realized you know, there is a bigger world out there and I had to survive on my own or um, had to figure something out for myself. Anyways, fast forward now, I'm married. Uh, been married for three years now. I just had a newborn. She's three months old. Uh, I believe Jeremy's got a baby on the way. Um, so we're just just brothers trying to reach out to empower and inspire and inspire others to do the same. Uh, the business that we that's behind us and that we've partnered with is and or has helped us um, helped us in saying in, in like new things. For example, reading. I hated reading. And I couldn't stand it unless it was like something to do with rugby. Um, but no, nah, reading wasn't a thing for me. Now I read probably six, seven books I read, finished it all. And it's helped with the way I talk, speak and the way I think. Um, there's that saying, you know, you follow, you become, you, cut, you become that person that you follow. Does that make sense to us? Whoever you follow, you yeah, become yeah. that person. So for me, it's Gary V, um, yeah. Paul, I've got his name, um, Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, you know, the normal people. Um, but I'm saying that we, you know, even The Rock, being Polynesian himself, we look up to him, even though, you know, some heat has come from him in that movie. I ne I've never seen the movie yet, Lewis. I still haven't seen it. But there's some... But that, that's, yeah, that's... that's the obstacles that we face or people face when they hit the top. You always get people that are talking shit, people talking and bringing them down like, oh, bro, that guy doesn't even, that, that guy doesn't even like speak Samoan properly. He's like, bro, like, who cares, man? Like, he's put Samoa down the map. You know, we got our sports team going out there competing against the world, our little island. Um, but, you know, that's just an example of how people bring you down, even though you have nothing You've got nothing to do, so you just sit there and just credit critique other people, whether it's positive or negative. Well, positive's good, but not negative. You know, like, why do you think no one's up there? Um, but yeah, that's. Anyways, going back to me starting this journey, it's opened my mind, and it's made made sense because I wasn't all about working. I'm not all about working for someone else. Um, until like I always had, I always had that mindset where I want to find the right thing that I I'll be able to work for myself or make money work for me. Yes, you're right, um, Isaac John. You got your mate Fata Lita Tomalolo skip with uh, Isaac John. He's he's the man. Yeah, uh, YKTR. Um, I haven't listened to his, his Ice his Ice podcast. I haven't heard his ones yet. Ice project. Ice, ice project. Yeah. Um, even Sione Famuina, the Two Tala podcast, and Adi Savia that just started his one. So we're, even though we don't have, I haven't oh, seen yeah, that one. So he started his one, and it's his one. His one's bridging the gap with professionalism and for the spectators. But with with our one, oh, so that's a little bit about me. Um, but with our one, our podcast here, the name, the the name that we've come up with, the name that we have come up with is Run It Up Podcast. Uh, run it up. If you if you know what run it up means, then that's anything like running it up straight to you know whoever. 
running it up the guts with the, the way you talk or bringing an idea to the table. You just got to run it up. You're going to get knocked back as we do, but we're going to learn and then keep going. Mm. Um, but like I said, at the beginning of this video or our live, this podcast or this live is pretty much just us talking about different topics. If you guys want to hear something, that's right, us up the guts. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, um, I know today, so sorry, I came, we meant to start at eight, but I got home late, I, I attended one of my cousins. Um, Island time. Island time was the last time we got to do this, uh, delay, uh, <laughs> the last time we'll be delaying, uh, this, um, so we'll be here every Sundays, 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. Um, if not, if it's going to be a regular thing. If one of us is not here, someone is going to do it, one of us. Uh, but, yeah, man, I went to this youth rally tonight, man, and, like, you know how it's, you know, it's churches just praising, performing and that. Uh, I'm not, not hating or anything, but mm. we went and people were just, you know, everyone's like, yeah, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And out of nowhere, out comes the 21 district. Um, dance move and then the Mountie Bop and I was like oh man that's cool yeah. and then uh, I looked at all the parents they're looking back like oh why are all these kids screaming I thought they were screaming for the Lord I was like yeah yeah doing all their gang signs and I was like ah oh, man oh all the kids doing this or this whatever whatever it is we all about HP yeah, and news. Cool, I HP. But you know, honestly, with these brothers, man, look at it, man. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving the movement of the music, um, and and the sharing. And like, you got to support like Polynesians, especially because they're Polynesian. But for them to <coughs> go out there and just give it, man, it's just they're taking over, man. Everyone's listening, and it's good. It's good. Yeah, I don't. Um, what do you reckon, man? Hey? About the music scene and that, so like, I'll be, I'll be honest, man. I'm, I'm pretty proud of all the, the you know, Polly's doing their thingy. I mean, who are we to judge? Right. You know, they're just right. trying to make money. I mean, there is some speculation on, you know, the way it's gone about and whatnot. But that's 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 the problem with people. Eh? They listen to too much negative shit, and then they, that's all they look for in terms of people coming up. Is they just yeah. look at the negatives. I just see brown boys from the hood, similar backgrounds like ourselves. Yeah, we're just yeah, trying yeah. to make it, man. That's all I see, bro. And that's all I'm interested in. The history, the beef, the whatnot. I mean, there's consequences and that's for them to decide. But in terms of the music, really, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the music. You know, I'm enjoying seeing the success. And hopefully one day we can have our own little studio well, and get the good. boys on and, you know, have, have a have a corridor. Ask them, you know, what made them start, what not. But, you know, big ups mm -hmm. to them, man. You know, big ups to them for doing their thing. You know, right now they, they're in a position where if they keep going and they keep going to the top, they could look after That's all true. their relatives. You know, here, America, Australia, New Zealand, Samoa, they have that potential, they have that... Um, opportunity to do that you know if they just keep striving and keep you know don't listen to the, the negative people just keep doing their thing man they're, they're blowing up so that's a message for oh, a lot man. of us hey you know if there's something we really want to do do it man just do it you know and 
there's going to be some ups and downs, but you know, that's how life is out. So, like, the thing, know? the thing, uh, ups and downs, I mean, oh, my soul move like Michael Jackson's, uh, but <laughs> in, uh, in regards to the music and that, it took, um, I know from my point of view, this is actually our point of view, from, from my point of view, um, it started like in Australia, oh, I don't know. But for me, watching, you know, Pistol Pete and Enzo, um, Hooligan Hefts, and then 1-4, and then White HP Boys, it wasn't until they made it, everyone wanted to jump on. It's like a wave Um And that, that, that yeah. that's awesome to see. And then you've got other groups like in New Zealand, Otara, they're starting, they're bringing up their music, you know, like before we used to listen. Oh, for me, mm. I used to listen to like Too Keen, P-Wish, I'm, like, you know, I'm Down Blood, that song. Just... I don't know, but with that, because they because they started, they gave other people that empowerment to start their group. You know, it's anything, man. Anything that people jump on and they see it's good, they're like they get confident and they're like, oh, sweet, you know, if they can do it, right, we can do it. Yeah. And now you got all these groups. Now you got ah. all these groups, um, and man, they're you know trying to create success for themselves. Which, man, for me, it's an awesome thing to see. I love it, eh? I just hope that stays to the music and nothing, you know, nothing bad comes from it. But all big ups to all those artists, 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 um, for coming out of their comfort zone, eh? Coming out of their comfort like us, with our, the way we do business, we've come out of our comfort zone. We never thought mm. we'd be, you know, entrepreneurs. Um, yeah, your, your mate Isaac Self, he's right, you know. I saw um, Spenny One Four's um, story. He said their concert in um, Brisbane with HP Boys. All the money that they get, they're gonna give it to charity. So, right, like things like that, you know. Okay, but in in society, um, they think you know because they're brown, they've got you know they're, they're gang affiliated or whatever. They're talking gangs. about gang things. Yeah, yeah. Their money's gonna go elsewhere. Um, but they don't see that, you know, no matter what Polynesian you are, who put like if whatever, man, we have their heart. Hey. We're like we just like these boys, I don't know, they're like, Oh, all the money that we're gonna make tonight, we're giving it to charity. Man, when I heard that I was like, Oh bro, that's mean, like bro, big ups, like man, I take my hat off to them and, and young boys, but man, they've got they're on the right track there. If they keep it clear and have their mindset Sorry. straight, man, bro, they're already taking it. Sorry, that's mean, man. That's mean. Like, I mean, probably one thing I'll touch on on that is it's yeah. the upbringing, eh? I mean, us, you know, Polynesians, you know, we, that's how we grew up, eh? You know, we grew up as givers, you know. When one family is in trouble, everyone contributes, you know. Um, they call it, what, father their lovers. And so, you know, I mean, that's just what's been thought down from generations to generations to generations. So big ups to them, man. I bet you the media won't even share, share that. No. Much, but the media, the story. the media shared? But going back to what you... Do you know what the media yeah, shared? No, they just shared the... Yeah, do you know what they said? They, they, <laughs> they just shared the people... They, they put up a thing in the media saying that um the fishermen's shops are, like, low on, like, the flare guns. Who cares? Make more flare guns, you know? Well, that's another way of marketing flare guns. People will be like, oh, what's that? I'll go buy one. Why are they complaining? Like, there's, I know it's a safety thing, but who cares? They're making money. Like, yeah. 
Unless they're stealing it, you know, but oh, God. <laughs> what was that? You want to touch on? Anything from the news, man, I'm, I'm, I'm right, covering same. my ears, man. I didn't see the news and all that crap. But, I mean, uh, well, they, they're good at just demonizing, you know, the, the minnows. But, um, yeah, man. But, sorry, one yep. thing I'll go back on what you mentioned earlier about um how the wave of people, you know, it took one group to start up and they all yeah. started getting confidence. That's that's pretty True. important, man, because you know something. You know when back in the days when our first Polynesian group—I don't know who it was—I don't know if you go back in time—but back in the days when that Polynesian group started their music, I'm sure they were nervous. I'm sure they were like, "Oh, what if? What if? What if?" You know. Fast forward twenty years later, you got all these groups. You know why? Because of the pioneers. Because of the people that decided to get out True. of the comfort zone. Um, the best example I use a lot and I study a lot was Mike Tyson. Um, now, for those who don't know, I'll give you a bit of a history lesson. Now, Mike Tyson was undefeated, you know, in, in the 80s, you know. He was undefeated until he fought, you know, he was smashing everyone. Everyone was scared of him. No one wanted to take him on until he took on a guy called Buster Douglas. Now, Buster Douglas, you know, his story was his old lady died, you know, before the fight. And he had, um, so he had some reason, you know, even though the media were saying, nah, Tyson's going to thrash him, Tyson's going to kill him. People were saying mm. this, that, this, that. Buster Douglas ended up knocking Mike Tyson down for the first time and ended what? up winning the fight. After the, yeah, bro, absolutely. He knocked him down, knocked him out at, and that was when Tyson was, you know, mm. around his peak. But the, the the powerful thing about that was after Doug, Buster Douglas beat him, totally other people started beating Mike Tyson after that. So it yeah. became possible to beat the, you know, the fucking scary Tyson. You know, you know, it wasn't it wasn't impossible anymore because Buster, who was a nobody, you know, if I see him, so yeah, man, when you go back to saying what you were saying about influence and how um, it takes one person <coughs> to open up a floodgate, you know, for, 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 for many opportunities yeah. for other people. It's big, man. You know, it's big. And I hopefully, you know, this is the beginning of our podcast, you know, that within the next weeks, months, years, that other people start starting up their, start doing their own podcasts and start doing what we're doing, you know. So don't be afraid to try, man. No, just bro, alone, man. That... And just have some good reasoning, man. So yeah, bro. No, and in saying that, like, bro, like you're right. I, I I go by that because, especially you know, if you if we relate it back to the business that we're doing, you know, there's there, there's two ways of looking at it. You can people start because they see the success of others. For example, us. For example, for example, us. Okay. People will jump on, or people ask, how much money have you made? Are you successful yet? Or blah, blah, blah. Okay, so that's one way of people looking at it, and then the, or waiting on our success. And the other one is, the, um, they just they don't care. But, because if they don't see your success, they don't want to try it. But they, they know that their success isn't determined by my success or your success. 
because everyone's different. You can't compare someone's chapter 20 to your chapter 1. That's that same. And when people start yeah. doing that, man, they fall off. And they're like, oh, it doesn't work. You know, or, man, what? It's, it's a scam or whatever. But it's first, it's their mindset. The reason why I say this is because I, too, learned from that. Um, before jumping on uh, the journey that we've that we've started, I used to look at people's successes first and be like, oh, if it's working for them, it works for me. Uh, but not until I came across the Facebook post. Man, I read it and I, I just straight I was like, man, this guy, but he's telling my story, but I've never met him. So I reached out. That was the first thing I did and was reaching out. And then the rest of the world's history, here I am today talking on this podcast or live, you know? Um, Your own our podcast. very own runabout podcast. But, nah, you're, you're right, dude. You know, like, going back to Tyson, it took that one person to beat Tyson, then the whole world can be like, oh, he's beatable. Bro, we can yeah. beat him. He's got two arms, I've got two legs. But it was that skill set that Tyson had that no one could match. Till that day. Nah. If if Tyson, if there was a rematch, I can Tyson would have ate him up there. But in saying that, it just shows anything's True. possible, you know. And because his mum died, Buster's yeah, mum oh, died okay. before the fight. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. who, who wouldn't be ramped up by that man? You know, that would that would have oh. anyone up. But like I said, man, did everyone a favor. Holyfield beat Tyson. Lennox beat Tyson. So yeah, man. Tyson, Buster Douglas, look it up if you're looking for motivation, if you're doubting yourself. One of the best nah, stories. Thank you. But, uh, um, so, yeah, that's pretty much an example of what we do here on the Run It Up podcast. Just talking, coming for another. Yeah, man. There's something else, like, we're going to cook. It's just the All early right. days, man. Like, if there's any, anyone got a question that's watching that wants us to talk about, something that, that, that they've been thinking about bothering like like with me too man like um question if you don't question things you would never know or you'd never be happy about yourself or what, what you're mm. doing does that make sense like i learned that question uh, you have to bro, ask question every freaking thing doesn't matter like if it's your culture you see, you know, your Samoan heritage or Samoan custom, question it. doesn't hurt. People look at you weird, but at the end of the day, you wouldn't regret not asking that question. Uh, even the coppers, bro, you get pulled over, question, where's the thing that shows that I sped? Or what, what are you like, where? Right, and, and until, <laughs> until you get your answer, bro, then ask away, man. Sorry, what's, okay, I got a, yeah. we got a question. Solly, what's advantages in Australia versus New Zealand? What advantages do we have here in Australia that New Zealand, oh, New Zealand? Do you have an answer to that? Uh, there's one thing that comes on to top mind. Of my head, I reckon there's yeah. So for me, I reckon the advantage is in the adversity. I've always believed that if you grow up in hardship. That's an advantage right there because it can go two ways. It can make you hungrier or it can make you shittier. You know, there's two yeah. ways to go about it. I believe growing up in New Zealand made me who I am today. 
if I grew up in Australia where everything was given to you, everything was no, not given, if everything was good, good pay, good everything, I don't think I'd ever have that mindset because I hadn't seen poverty. If I, But because I grew up in New Zealand, that was the advantage for me. I look at, you know, like I said, because I read books and all that, I look at things yeah. differently compared to, you know, the norms. So my if you're talking, I don't know what kind of advantages you're talking about, maybe if you're talking about like living lifestyle, but in terms of outcome, wisdom, adversity, mindset, my advantage was because I was raised in New Zealand. Things mm. were hard. I don't really think things are hard here in Australia, man. I mean, seriously, compared to being in, in, in Auckland. I was, on the, I was on the benefit. My parents were making combined income, were making two, uh, lucky to make 25K a year, you know, which I'm blessed. You know, it wasn't much, but I'm blessed yeah. because it was something. So, you know, toasties for dinner, rice and spaghetti, you know, rice and baka, you know, things like that. Because I've seen all that and I lived it, you know, to me, that was an advantage because I would, it stayed in my head, it played over and over, and I said, I'm not going to yeah. make that mistake. I'm, when I move to Australia, I'm going to come guns blazing and take everything. You know, I want to take everything, I take all my opportunities, connect with the right people, network with the right people, talk to the right people, and here I am today, sitting on a six-figure income, you know, as a, as a plant operator, you know. When I first came here, I had no experience, you know. But because I had that mindset from growing up in that those kind of environment, you know, I took the pain with me and I turned it into something. I turned it into something which, you know, all the blessings I have now. So I hope that answers your question if you're talking from a mindset point of view. But if you're talking like basic things like pay and all that, yeah. pay's better here. Pay's better here, life, lifestyle's here. You can afford housing you know, houses back home are expensive, man. Food and all that, but I mean, yeah. So that's my take. Well, no, what do that, you reckon? That, that's right. You know, I never really thought about that um, till till now. Um, so, what's the advantage of yeah. Australia being in Australia versus being in New Zealand? Is the adversity, uh, adversities, um, the adversaries, what they call it, whatever fancy word that is but in saying that um like you're right you know like people that have become successful and that are way up there with any whatever you know i'm not talking just money like their last their freedom lifestyle they they came from a shithole or like somewhere where they had to fight every single day like for example myself uh we i didn't have everything growing up but I, I was give and I, I was always appreciative of what my parents provided, um, and from that, like you said, that stuck with me, and that was my drive to change that cycle, and well, like it kept like the drive kept going till I started to have a family. And I was like, I'm not gonna live the way I did growing up, even though I and you know I've learned so many lessons, like you said, we ate baka with rice. The usual. To, to to this day, I still eat some of that food because it's our delicacies, or delicates, or whatever it is. Yeah, right. but food, food, man. But yeah, you know, if growing up, if I had the right mindset back in New Zealand, we could have been living. You no, know, we could have been all right. Yeah, you know, we would have done all right. But 
because Jeremy's answered that side of the that part of the question and has given his thoughts, I'll talk about what the advantages here. Obviously, the economy, uh, the money's stronger, the money's better, better wages. Um, what can you say? Like with a person that works at Mackey's, they're on twenty-two dollars an hour. Twenty-one high school students or whatever. Mm. Um, but if you go back to New Zealand, bro, the minimum wage was—I don't know—the minimum wage was like eighteen dollars now. I remember being on fourteen dollars. About that, my first Tell first job me. interview in New Zealand, New Zealand Post. Like, yeah, yeah um, how much are you looking to pay? I don't know, whatever. It goes thirteen forty-five. Sorry, I will never forget that. I was like. <laughs> I'm laid up, nah. I'm out of here. <laughs> but, nah. So the method was oh, eight bucks so, back in my day. So. I, 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 and then, but it, it taught me a, a mad lesson to like, appreciate what you have. But there's a reason why your parents came to, to New Zealand. You know, because imagine if we stayed in Samoa. That's, you know, because Samoa is still growing. Um, they're still in their... Uh, was it third world country it is, um, but uh, like comparing it to New Zealand and Australia, not saying anything negative about it, but it's it's a it's a big difference. But I'm, I'm grateful that my parents did come to New Zealand. Um, now that I'm here in Australia, and now I've got things like you know I've got my house, my family, my daughter, whatever. Man, it's it's a whole it's a the whole different ball game compared to New Zealand. Um, but you know, they and people in New Zealand they, they've made it, you know, they've got a house, they've got good income coming in. Mm. But that's from massive respect yeah. to the men. Well, not hating on anyone, but like, bro, if you made, you made it, mm. I'm not saying you know, but they've got to go work as everyone else does until unless they've got like different yeah. streams of income. Uh, but the advantages, oh, one thing also, I just want to mention. The ones that come from New Zealand to Australia to work, but I realised my own opinion, my eyes, that they work harder than the ones that were brought up here. What do you reckon? Mm. Some, 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 some. Not, yeah, no. you know, not, not, not every, not everyone, but there is a sniff of that, you know, from most people that I used yeah. to work with. Is when I came here, man, I don't want to muck around, eh? <laughs> you know, and when I was, so I went. Like I said, I was in New Zealand. I went from fourteen bucks to sixteen dollars was about the highest I ever made. To jumping to like forty six dollars you know, an hour, and I was like, "You gotta appreciate that, man. If you come from there, you come here. Of course, you'll do some pretty, some pretty things, man. So, <laughs> you know, to get that kind of money, man. But um, you saying that there was for me, there's a whole lot of gratitude, eh? gratitude because I was like, man, how a poor bastard kid from back in New Zealand, no shoes and all that, come here and sit on $46 an hour. Yeah, that's crazy, man. You know? But I, you know, but I looked at it as thank you, you know, thank you for the blessings, thank you for all that stuff, you know, because, you know, it's a, like I said, oh, it's blessings, man. You know, parents praying yeah. every day for us to, to make it, crack it, and here we are, you know, sitting on 46 now, to answer your question, I don't know, maybe it's because kids here, you know, they fucked up their school and then they, all of a sudden they're on like 46 an hour, you know, already on that money. 
are they grateful for it or do they see it as oh it's just forty six, you know? You know, I mean, so there's a different you know, um different attitude towards, you know, having what you have here and having what you had from back in New Zealand, you know, where everything was mm. so low. So I mean I mean yeah, to answer the question, I mean that's that's what I see I had a sniff here with, with the the guys, my mates here in Australia, compared to you know the ones back home. Is you know what it's like to you know to move your family from New Zealand to Australia is a big yeah. big step. You know you got to jump out of your comfort zone for that. You know you got to risk you risk everything you've worked hard for, so you don't want to fuck up the opportunity. So when you come here, you have yeah. to work because you're nobody. But if you're born here. You kind of somewhat, you know. You kind of have all mm. that, you know. You kind of have all that, you know. That that lifestyle. Someone's too, man. Pretty well off, and you know, not everyone, but you kind of have a step ahead <laughs> the ones than the ones from New Zealand. So the attitude wasn't from the pool. You know, it wasn't from the yeah. bottom. You know, the attitude was kind of kind of above. So, no. Whereas us from back home, you know, there was a. Fear, you know, yeah, <laughs> man. So, that's just my yeah. opinion, you know. Don't take it from me, man. This is my opinion. Yeah. I'm not a person, but thanks for the question, Carson. <laughs> oh, he said, Stop, also. Yeah, thanks uh, we got the... another question, also. Oh, thanks, bro. Appreciate so, the question. question by Patrick. Uh, you, you, um, he asked. Yeah, he asked, what's what's our thoughts on um um going into work straight from high school rather than going to university? I'll I'll let you answer that first then. <laughs> okay, so for those who don't know, I try to get into uni day. So Patrick's one of my whistles from back home, one of my best mates. Um so yeah, me and Pat we had ambitions from so, high school yeah. to get into uni. Yeah. So he was a freaking A student, bro. So I was just a tag along, always getting him to do my stuff, you know. <laughs> but um, he eventually got the university entrance. I didn't. So I had to do a foundations course. And I had to try. And I failed that foundations course. And then I failed it again the second year. And then the next year, I couldn't get in because I had to wait till you're 21 to get that automatic, automatic entry. Mm. So I waited. By then, I was burnt out. I had no passion to go to university anymore. You know, I just wanted to work. So he went his route. I went my route. But I'll compare the two of us because we're we're, we're like brothers. Um, You know, I believe Patrick just, you know, he's recently got a master's or PhD or something. But, you know, it took him 10 years to get to where he is now. You know, a well-paid job. For me, I went another way. I went the dumb way, you know. The the, the, the people, the kids that fail, you know. I went through that, Sorry. through that, um, through that path. path. And you know, it wasn't easy, man, because you had to start from the scratch. You had to start from cleaning, <laughs> cleaning. You had to be humble enough to get on your knees and start scrubbing because you fucked up at school, so you got no chances. You got to start from scratch. So. In order for me to get a job, I had to clean machines. I had to, I was at a gym, by the way. I had to clean stuff just to get a foot in the door. I had to clean, I had to be a bum boy. You know, I had to 
you know, greet people in the morning and all that. that <laughs> shit. Had to do all that. Oh, hello, good morning. <laughs> you know, just to me, yeah. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> and I said, "Hey, my house going, mate." Yeah. You know, my rags and my spray bottles, my mop. <laughs> you know, but you know, to me, I thought at the time, this was my. This is what happens to, to me because I didn't listen in school. This is what happens when you fucking fuck up at school. So I had a preview of what life was like when you don't do well in school. And then, but knowing what I know now, if I think back, it was teaching me a lot of things, man. It taught me a lot of real life lessons, eh? Like, you got to work hard to get where you want to be, man. And it made me see or, you know, fucking cleaning, smelling detergent and cleaning up the treadmills, you know, smelly sweat and all that, you know. I looked at it and I was like, okay, I've got to better myself, man. You know, I've got to do better than this, man. I can't be doing this for the fucking next 40 years. So I did. I asked questions. I went and asked my boss at the time, hey, bro, how do I get a job like you in the office? And he's like... Mate, you gotta you got no you got no C V mate. So you gotta clean machines. So I did I clean machines, I did all that. Um did the best that I could. I was the best machine cleaner out, Oof. best mopper out. But before you know it, yeah, you want a part time job? Yeah, sweet. And then realized that in order for me to Start moving up. You gotta be the best mm. at what you do. You know, you gotta do things well and don't do things with a bad heart because you just become a fucking unappreciative kind of and you just start you just start taking things for granted. So, yeah, man. Um, I learned things that maybe a uni university student didn't learn. You know, in terms of being in the real life world, learning real life skills. Um, face to face with people, mm. you know, and just, just yeah. So uh, it's a different, you know. I'm, I can only talk from my point of view. I can't talk from a university student's point of view. Anyway, long story short, we now have. I can honestly say I make more than them, you know, and I don't say that to brag, but I say that to give fucking hope to anyone out there who's a cleaner and is at the bottom of their rags. But don't give up, man. Don't give up. Invest mm. into the mind. Invest yes. into your mind and just, you know, keep asking oh. questions, man. You know, don't get on your knees. Those kind of questions. Ask proper questions, man. And, you know, just keep going. Nice, man. thank you. So, yeah, man, hope, hopefully that answers your question. So just, just quickly, Patrick, yeah, so going into, um, into what... Um, What's your thoughts about going into work straight from high school rather than going to... Okay, so right now, this is my opinion. I don't know if it's wrong, if you can take it wrong or right. But for me, if I was leaving high school, as I did, I went straight into working. Uh, you know, there's this big thing in society where you finish high school, you can either take a one a gap year, go on a holiday, or you can get straight into studying. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with studying. Nothing wrong with university, but right now, the way my mindset works, and answering Patrick's question, I'll go to work. Why? 
um, because I've realised things that is outside of the norm um, of society. Um, you know, if, okay, just picture this: you go to uni, you spend like I'm oh, like four or five years, um, four to five years, or even ten years, trying to get that degree, masters, bachelor, doctorate, or I don't know what the things are. Um, and I too didn't make university entrance um, in New Zealand. And I was freaking head boy. I didn't make it. I failed English. I failed. <laughs> I failed the basic units that had to get me to uni. But I really had my mind mindset that after high school, I went to Australia to play footy, and I did. So I didn't worry. I didn't worry about the university. Um, anyway, so if right now, if if this was me, Bruce, with this mindset right now, eighteen year eighteen years old, graduating from high school, I'll go look for a job. Use that job. The wages that come to invest in myself, reading books, um, you know, going to seminars. I haven't been to one, but I'll go to one soon, go to seminars and just go hard and learn so many, like build my skill set. Um, and on the, look at this way, like Gary Vee, I always use Gary Vee because he's one of, one of my, I, I follow him. Um, and what he says, he, you know, Think about like a lot of billionaires, they're college dropouts, university dropouts, and majority of them is they say you're going to or Gary Vee said specifically you go to uni after high school, that's good. If you can't if you can't afford it, you go get a loan, right? Right at the end of your four year, five year, six year, you're left with like a three hundred, five hundred dollar K, five hundred K debt. By the time you and, and once you finish Bro, what, you're not secured a job unless you're going to be a doctor, a lawyer. What else? What else needs judge or whatever that requires you to go uni to learn, like for nurses, nurses, um, and whatnot. Yes, knowledge is power. Education is key. But you can find that in books like these, like these books. Like it's all written because when you go to uni. You, you go, you learn off books, you learn off lectures. Where do they learn? Off books, not experiences. Experiences. But majority of the people that are successful these days are, are ones that either failed in high school, failed in uni, dropped out of uni, dropped out of college, what else? Didn't have any education from school, went to muck around. And like I, I go by what you say, also, like I had friends in school, they hated school. They just rocked up detention, blah blah blah. Bro, I've connected with them recently. Yeah. And they're owning their own freaking scaffolding company, fencing com company. One of the boys in Brisbane, bro, keep a story short. I saw him and I was like, this guy couldn't speak English. <laughs> Everyone laughed at him. And now I was talking to him and he goes, Oh, surely like do you need a job? I was like, what's that? He goes, Well, I have my own fencing company. I was like, my nigga, <laughs> drop it, drop it. <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> I, I, I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, man. Like, I go, and he goes, yeah, do you remember me? Hey? Salmon Bourne. Bro, Salmon Bourne. Bon. Suddenly. And then he was That's like, why, man. Yeah. That's why. That's like, and like, his English was all right. Like, I'm not mocking his English, but he was like, speaking Salmon to me. He's like, surely, yeah, I got my own um, fencing company. And I go, bro, that's sicky. And he goes, yeah, I know back in school, like, I hated school. And like myself, I know him, and he hated it. Everyone bullied him. 
Yeah. Uh, if I say his name, everyone's gonna be like, oh, that's the... but I always say his name. But so oh, yeah, you just yeah. so that's a that's a good example like of a person I know. Um, other people as well in the industry are working. There's people that are managers that don't have anything from college, anything from uni. So to go back to the question, would you like? What are my thoughts of going like going to work or going to uni? I'll say from me, from Bruce's point of view, go to work, go to work, um, start getting paid, bro, and then taking that money. I know for me, buy your buy whatever shit you want, you know, but then put money aside so you can invest in yourself, like what we're doing right now. We're working at the jobs that we're doing so it can pay for the the future that we're trying to build for our family. So hopefully that um answers your question, Patrick. Um there's no okay, so there's no hate to anyone that's going uni, do it. But for myself, I wouldn't go uni because I don't have the money to pay for it and I don't want to get a debt. And then not have a secure job at the end. And then majority of people I knew that were in uni are working at uh, supermarkets. But that's another topic. I don't want to... Because, you know, everyone's like, yeah, my brother, I'm going for this dad doctor. Like, oh, yeah, see you, man. And I see him at Woolies, but I don't know. That's my thought, Patrick. Thank you, Xia. You say hello, You I was like, man. But it's, it's, it's a society thing. Um... And majority of the people do go to uni and they, you know, they graduate and awesome and like give big ups in them. But for myself, I wouldn't do it. Uh, my daughter, if she decides to grow up and go uni, I'll question her, like, where do you want to go? Um, you know, and if she goes, my friends do it, I'm like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, mate, I'll, I'll teach you. <laughs> but yeah, there, there, there's, it's a whole, everyone has their different opinions to it. Um, yeah. One thing I say also is um, with people that, you know, like like you said, is I don't have anything against uni. If you love what you do, yeah. you won. Yeah, you've won, bro. Like, if you love really, like, really, really love what you do, you're, you've won, man. It doesn't matter if you make 100K a year or 40K a year. If you wake up in the morning pumped and you fucking enjoy what huh. you do, man, you've won, man. There's no question about it, man. You know, you can't buy right, happiness. Man. And that nothing topples happiness, bro. I mean, like I said, man, you know, if you, but if you want more in life, you know what you have to do. You have to do more. So, just a simple analogy, but um, yeah, man, I've got nothing against you. Oh, if you want to go uni because you want to do something that makes you happy, fucking do it. But if you're doing it because your parents force you to do it, like us Polynesians, you know, because I've you know, society wants you to, you know, they say you get good grades, they start they start segregating all the bad kids, you know. And it's eventually, from what I've seen, is the bad kids are the ones, the ones, not bad, but the ones that have been pushed aside because they're, they're nobodies, are, in, are the ones that end True. up going, you know, you know, rising to the top and making right. their own businesses because they get pushed out of the bubble that society places for us. But... That's your fucking judgment, man. You know, well, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> so it's not for me to, you know, nah, not for yeah. me to say, man. I didn't go uni. I, I have no plans on going back. Nah, you know, man. they didn't. They failed me twice. They wouldn't let me in. So, nah, and, and bro, it's, it's, yeah, a, bro. it's a whole other subject. We might cover that in the future, <laughs> but like, bro, you can, we can go on, and yeah, I man. can go on and on. But you know, like, one more example. 
um, as I see in Polynesian families, if they don't finish uni far, that's it's, it's a whole burden, man. Like, people start talking shit about them, and you're yeah. like, oh. Or they go to uni, they look at their family, yeah, they need money. Right? So they go work, and then they end up paying off a debt. Like, what? I don't know how much is like 50k, for example, and they're not even at uni, they're at a job, they're trying to provide for their family. So, why don't you go and, like, I, that's why I say go to work instead of going to uni? So, yeah, go to work, man, you know, get entry level into a work, start from scratch, make your way up, you know, build a relationship with the boss. You know, it's not the, the money that you, you get at your first job, it's the experience. Uh. You know, understanding how to interact, how to talk to people, exposure, not being shy, being confident, and just having the understanding of how workers, yeah. you know, how you get paid. You see your pay slip, are you happy? Are you not happy? Fucking go do something about it. You know, if you're happy, like I said, you won, you know. But no one's really happy in their first job. But anyway, right. you know, it's, it's, it's a life of choices, eh? So... Don't choose because someone told you, oh, you know, or someone forced you to make your own fucking decisions, man. You know, that's what I emphasize a lot is mm. happiness, bro. Make yourself happy, gotta... you know. Don't try and chase big shit, but... So I've got... Yeah. Sick news. Any, any other questions? Through, bro? So, we'll answer this one. <laughs> and we're spending like an hour. Yeah, on we'll make it like, <laughs> short, like, we'll keep it short enough, but there's one question where... Yeah, yeah, um, keep it short. Because I can't see anyone, so I think it's just Are you on your laptop you. or your phone? <laughs> it just looks like it's me and you. Okay. I'm on my you phone. Know, I've got the laptop here, but uh, one question from Jessica Rose. Yes. Yeah, she you. said, um, what's yep. the difference of Australian and New Zealand society? Like, what's the difference? Is, if there is, a, if, is there a difference? I mean, just different ethnic groups. Um, they don't really push you. I, I noticed they don't really push uni. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's not a big thing. Well, yeah, no, no, I don't know. Not like, yeah. not like back home. It's like a prize, a prize fighting. You know, yeah, and the status, it's a status thing too, man. Um, like I met one guy. Yeah. I met one guy fresh out of high school. I go, oh, what are you going to do after high school? He was like, oh. Bro, I'm going uni. I was like, oh, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I study criminology. I go, oh, no, no, criminology. <laughs> like, big ups to him, you know? Big ups oh, to him. Like, I used to be like yeah, that. No, big like, up. Oh, I want to be a lawyer. But um, I have failed university. <laughs> yeah, you get up from your ass. <laughs> but <laughs> a lawyer, like, you. Yeah. Nah, society's, it's, it's, it differs. I mean, mm. society in New Zealand's harder. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah, yeah. More struggle back home. Yeah. Australia is pretty. pretty I, like, I know. Society wise, over there, I can say New Zealand, once you finish school, high school, it's go to uni. And everyone pushes that. Because yeah. I don't know, but for me, the little secret that I've, well, the little thing I've kept on to was. Um, it's the, I don't know, people might get offensive to it, but the government is actually pushing people to go to uni so the government can make money. Um, because realistically, reality, you're paying for... A piece of, 
your name and a thing on a piece of paper. Oh, I can make that for you right now. But, you know, you're still learning off books, you're learning off people, but those lecturers, bro, they're probably, they're smart, but they're not as successful as people that are entrepreneurs in that. And Isaac, Isaac Sun, mm. is that your mate? Yeah. Is that? So he said, Oops. if only they taught us life skills in high school, the world would be a better place. But schooling was designed for us to be employees. Yeah. So like, that's freaking true. That is true. That's it. What, what do you think? You can only go so far. Okay, so the whole point of that is to me, to me, um, going to university is prepping you to become yeah. an employee, not True. a business owner, an employee. So there's a ceiling to that. That's yeah. why I did the whole thing. You can only go so far. I mean, the highest you can become in a, in a company is a what? Manager? Yeah. Site leader? If it's family owned, then... CEO? That's the highest. CEO, not... You know, stats show that not many graduates become CEOs. It's the ones that come from the outside that become the CEOs. Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> but, but he's right. Yes, they they teach us. Yeah, they they need to teach us to become mm. employees. I mean, I make I've got a lot of family that have graduated, and I, like I said, I don't brag, but I come I came from another way. They went through the system. I make probably three, four times more than what they make, you know? How? Yeah. How is that possible? We were bought and told, you have to go to uni, you have to go to what, 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 you know, you got to get yeah. a piece of paper that says, this is yeah. how much you're worth. I didn't, I yeah. didn't go that way, so I'm I'm kind of, I'm kind of blinded. Yeah. But I went mm. through my own path and sure. the path of the, the books and did I study and I mean, this is it all in true. itself. No. So no, he's pretty And that, that's what I've been thinking about too, like, you know, with, especially like the troubled kids. In school, you go to school and you get taught these basic whatever that it, that is designed for us to become employees. But if you go out to the real world, right, like some people don't know how to deal with finances. Some people don't know how to deal with the law enforcement. Why do you think majority of the people locked up uh, with the Polynesian or indigenous yeah. Um, background because we're not taught to like question the law or not even know the law like you know and that's that's something that they need to put in school even especially what we're on the entrepreneurship or they need to chuck that in school but they they don't want to (laughs) they need to chuck in economics but you know that's a start my own school huh Nah, yeah, they've got to chuck in, like, um, economics, men. Like, you know, you got to talk about investments, you know, liabilities, yeah. assets. Because that's, that's what makes the business, man, the money. Sure. You know, you got to talk more about rejection, how to handle rejection. Bro, I've seen kids these days, they get told off. Bro, they fucking run amok, you know. For me, when I get told off, that's a good thing, you know. Constructive yeah. criticism, you know. Maybe I'm built different, oh, you know. You, you gotta rejection is a good thing, man. You gotta go through failure. You gotta push for failure. Man. And if you're not failing, what's that? Mean? Yeah, man. You're not succeeding. Now, but your mate, <laughs> you know Lawrence? Amen. Makiri? So he's yeah, here. Lawrence. He goes, Lawrence. So let's just pretend I don't hey? know them. 
<laughs> just oh, pretend okay. I don't so, know. Um, he said, ask my mom why don't they do life skills in school, how to open a bank account, how to manage your finances, how to get a mortgage, how to write a CV, or how to cook. She said, that's what your parents are for. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, my man. parents, if you have parents like that, nah, yeah, sicky. Nah, cool. We've got um, a few more questions. Uh, duh, 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 duh. oh, there was one from um, he said, he said something about how do you deal with um, adversaries, and he said, sorry, man, I'm just trying to. Okay, you are what we read. Isaac joins the blah, blah blah. Sorry, guys, I'm just um, going through the questions. So hopefully that answered your question, Patrick and Jessica Rose. Okay, who's was Lawrence one of the questions? No, nah, it was just the it... saying to our thing, like oh, just yeah. to add on to. Our... Okay, how do you handle adversity and doubts? I see it as the same thing. How do you handle it? I see, I, I see adversity and doubt as the same thing. I mean, I mean, doubt comes from not being yep. confident. Where does confident come? Confidence mm. come from? Like I said, I've been through so many shit jobs. You know, like yep. at the bottom, been sacked. I've been, you know, I've been told to leave sites. I haven't shown up to jobs, you know, and. I always, I've been in different experiences, so you can only learn that from yeah. experiences, eh? You know, to be confident and and whatnot. But you also got to yeah. read as well, eh? You know, well, me personally, you have to read. Um, adversity is to me, if you get it, you know, it's a good thing. Like I said, you can choose to do something about it, or you can choose mm. not to. Um. So for me, I had to, you know, I also worked in a job where I had to deal with customers. Yeah. I never wanted to pick up the phone. I yeah. hated rejection. I, I was a telemarketer yeah. at one stage. And I was, I was scared of the phone. I was scared to pick it up and call people yeah. to sell something because it, it's, it's scary. So in order for me to deal yeah. with it, the only way to deal with it was to pick it up and just dial and just get used to it. And then sometimes in life, the, the things you're scared of are the things you need to tick off the box. No, nah, that's true. Otherwise, yeah, you can't, I mean, you can look at it as a wall. You can't get to the other side mm. unless you climb it. Yeah. Climb over it. yeah. That's as simple, as simple as I can yeah. mention it. Nah, that's sick. So my, yeah. so how do you handle adversity and doubts, bro? You gotta handle it, man. If you don't have it, then you're not doing anything. Um, that is part of the journey, our journey to success. You're gonna have adversity. You're gonna have doubts. See, like my little thing written on my 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 whiteboard at the back, it says, "Stop doubting yourself," bro. That's my reminder every day. Like, there's there's gonna be times where you're gonna be like, "Oh, I'm too tired, too what." Or too tired to face this, bro. You gotta face it, man. And if not, yeah. you're almost there. And this is you. And then as soon as you hit adversity, you come back down. 
And then like, I you never know. The thing that you're afraid to overcome, right? The thing that you want is right there. Um, and there's many quotes. There's many things that uh, that we've read about that talks about adversity. And honestly, so it, it's better to go through it, and then you it's it's the lesson behind it. Um, the lesson behind it, then you apply it to your life, and then apply it. Then by later on, when you reach your success, you'll look back and be like, man, I remember when I went through this shit hole. Hey, look at me now, yeah. bro. And that is, bro, that is part of your book, and you are like you're the author of it. And then you can tell your kids, your kids will tell their kids, and then zigs, oh, zig, zig, over the top. Put it away, mate. Put it away. <laughs> no, that's right. See, over the top, but you, you've got to, you've got to go through it to become successful. Yes. Hopefully, that answers your question, um, Junior. That's over. Well. Um, I'll talk to you soon, Os. Sure, I'll talk to you really soon. Um, Keep in touch, brother. You need a hand. Livingstone singer, Taisa, Taisia. He, this is, I'll let you answer this question. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the e-commerce businesses that are blowing up nowadays? So, one thing I, talk, I don't talk about is things I don't know, eh? Also, that <laughs> is too me I'm not gonna answer that because I don't know it is. <laughs> so I'm also I'm I'm gonna be honest because I'm honest as well. I don't understand you know e-commerce yeah. at all. Um, e-commerce comes what comes to mind is stuff like Amazon and all that. And, but I don't I don't do it, so I don't answer. Same. I don't question. I don't know if you meant so. Yeah. Sorry, also, what I think about is maybe you should go figure it out. Also, I mean you know in respect, you know just try it out, man. You want to figure it out? Go mm. learn it. But I, I, I don't yeah, know anything people, about people it. People say like, yeah, oh, so I started an e-commerce store. I, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, all I say, good luck. I don't know what, what else because I don't know it. I don't educate myself of it. But yeah, that's that's me. I wouldn't know. Um, but try it out. Yeah, but try, try it out, out and then let us know. Let Jeremy know, and then we'll go from there. Maybe we can talk about that one day. Um, okay, we'll do one more. Oh, you're welcome, Junior. Uh, I think that's it. I think that was the last one. Oh, your mate Livingston, same. Okay, we'll, we'll leave it at this. We'll answer this last question. He said, Um, <laughs> I'll come on, or Livingston. When did you start working and what was your first paid job? Uh, when that? did you start working and what was your first paid job? So my first job, I worked with um, my mate Pat, who answered oh, my yeah. first question. We were a newspaper. We did the newspaper. 46 bucks a day. What did you guys do with the newspaper? I repeat, not an hour. $46 oh, a yeah. week. We used to deliver them. Deliver them to different houses. I was around oh, 16. So they must be delivering for the same company. Oh, no, 15, 15. So we rolled up a newspaper yeah. and we were taking them to people's so, houses. You see, the hustle began early, man. But I always remember that job, you know. The pay is a reflection of my life right now, you know. When I look back at that pay, I was like, you got to start oh, somewhere, man. You know, you can't be discouraged then and then. I'm, I'm a different person now compared to when I first when I first 
got my check of forty five, forty six dollars a week. So anything's possible, man. But patience is key, because that was when I was sort of. I'm thirty now, minus six, fourteen. It was just a couple of years. It's not that old. Fuck! I can't remember, man. 20, 10, 15 years, fourteen years. So it was a fourteen year totally. gap. In between, there was a lot of there was a lot of developing and learning. Those years. Like a lot of development, a lot of failures, a lot of bullshit. Right. Drink ups and oh. you know, parkies and hidings and yeah, man, just living life. No, for sure. But never be discouraged by right. your first job, man. Oh, I'm, well, What's I'm, yours? Was, I'm sure you had a good job. What was your first sorry, job? My first job was um, cutting the onions at the at the farm field. So <laughs> I, I made a video, man. I think the also. I think everyone deserves to hear this also. There's a powerful nah, story. Like, I made a video. Of it. I'll I'll be shooting another one soon. Just talking about my experience of working on an onion farm, or bro, I was twelve, thirteen. Bro, like we went out on our school holidays instead of going to like you know vacation or going to Rainbow's Inn. Uh, you know we'd all go together to the onion fields in uh, Matamata. Yeah, Matamata behind the. After Pukikoi going down towards Waikato. Yeah, like past yeah. down south, right? Yeah, county zero. So we'll pick a line, man. We'll be cutting onions. Oh, I hated it, bro. We'll start cutting onions at 5, 6 in the morning and finish at 7 or 8 at night. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, bro. We spent the whole week there. Go home probably Saturday night. Go to church Sunday, smelling like onion-onion. And then Saturday night, drive back down to Matamata, and then back on the onion fields, man. And it was just, bro, it was hard labor. Oh, man. Well, I hate it. As a 12 year old, just looked at my back. And, bro, some funny things come out there. Uh, bro, just good memories. Like, me and my brother would fight. Get your lele, my young youngie from my dad. Knock out, It was just, bro, it was like the experience of like working, like from that. I had that mindset, man, I've got to do do something, do something. So it came from a young age. Yeah. But, like, the pay was right when it came. It's like $700, $800 for the whole week. So the more lines you cut, obviously, you know, yeah. the, the more money you get. Uh, but, bro, that... Sorry, you know, sorry, cut... sorry to cut you up, man. Um, I remember your story when you mentioned something your dad said to you. That's what really hit me, eh? What about that, he, bro? He said your dad oh, told yeah. you... Told you yeah, he was like, sure like if you don't want to work hard, work smart, and don't like go work for your under someone else. Go start something. Oh, I forgot what it was. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, it was just I would never go back there. But it it was a it was a humble beginning, like introducing me to the workforce, like man. But then from there, did what you did the circular runs. Deliver the New Zealand Herald at four in the morning before people wake up to read the paper. Um, and then I came here. And see it back on yeah, the road and again. Then I came. My first job, yeah. No then time my first job in Australia was at Coca Cola. 
And right during the pay, when I saw my pay, I was like, oh my gosh, just the $29 an hour ones. <laughs> but that was my cutting onions and um, circular deliveries. That was my first job. But yeah, hopefully that answered your question, brother. Um, last one before I think we've gone over time. We want to try and stick to like half an hour to an hour. It was like midnight. But um, just lastly, before we jump off, <laughs> what's your top three reads? Ooh, top three reads. Top three reads would probably be my first three reads. Um, do I have it here? Uh, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. Um, number two was Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert yep. Kiyosaki. And number three was this book here. Highly Effective People. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, yes. So those, those three pretty much my best reads because... Changed the Very mind, man. Changed everything. Nah. Changed my lifestyle because. So mine, same rich dad, poor dad. Um, the magic, the secret, um, by Rhonda Byrne, mm. or Byrne. Um, and then the happy pocket full of money. That was my first audio book, but I loved it. Eh? But it's it's crazy because now I'm wanting to read more. It's just finding time. Now I'm like into yeah, audiobooks bro. because I'm always on the road. Just listen, plug it in, listen and go. But yeah, that's cool that we got YouTube yeah. too now, eh? It's, and it's free. But like, honestly, I recommend people reading The Risk That Poor Dad. If you want to educate yourself on your finances and that, all right, read it, listen to it, check yeah. it out because some of the stuff on there, um, we can't. We can't tell you this and this. You've got to go find out for yourself. And it, it's helped with my purpose. Yeah. It, it depends, yeah. It depends on what you yeah. want in life, eh? If you're finances, like, well, like Bruce said, yeah. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, because he teaches you the basics. And we're not talking e e economics. We're talking about proper financial mm. literature. You know, That's it. It makes or change your mindset in terms of wanting to invest instead of holding back on investing. You want to yeah. invest, you know. So, yeah, man, the other books are just good for mindset, you know, you can really get you. Uh, for those in Auckland, New Zealand, uh, Robert Kiyosaki is coming to Auckland in November. Nice. So keep an eye out for that if you... Nice, sweet. Lucky. lucky Hi, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, besides that, thanks for everyone jumping on. Um, this is going to be a regular Sunday chat. Um, 8pm, sorry, today is just running a bit late, but we'll stay on time next week. Same time, 8, uh, eight o'clock. We'll go for an hour, hour, mm. half an hour, an hour and a half. Um, but, yeah, let us know what you guys want us to cover. We'll come up with some topics. It's the same thing, Raw. We'll just talk like this and then start talking about topics. Um, until then, have a good start to the week. Hey, um, we'll see you. Yeah, man, everyone have an awesome week, man. Right, Stay man. positive. And keep on, Stay keep blessed. on, man. And remember, your success isn't determined by someone else's success.
Yeah. And then stop doubting yourself. They listen to bullshit, man. Stop doubting. They listen to oh, bullshit, man. man. Just follow your own path. Walk your own path. Because, but yeah, that's the end of the podcast featuring the Salmon Entrepreneur and Bruce. Sully, do you realize we're wearing the same color hat? Oh, uh, I just needed to chuck my headphones on. But nah, Siki, everyone have a good uh, week. <laughs> think about your week. Um, right, think positive. Get rid of any negative negativity. Um, smile, be kind to your co-worker, your um, friends, and especially your wife. Love your wife. Love your family. Stop playing up those that are playing up. <laughs> but um, have a good, have a good week. Nah, everyone, everyone, turn off, uh, turn it off and get straight to sleep. Then, then, then do anything else. Nah, eh? thank you. Hey, we're gonna come up with a song here yeah, so we can open this intro. I'm gonna have to do the no jokes. <laughs> Nah, sicky. <laughs> Actually, we have to wait for the budget yeah, to come, gotta, come through. Yeah. So we're working on a little project here, but um, if you guys want us to talk at your events, uh... <laughs> nah, sicky. Five grand each. Nah, yeah, sicky. Nah, sweet people. Have a good night. All right. See you. Yeah. See you today. Bye.